Hello and welcome to Voices of District 303, a periodic podcast to celebrate the people and programs of St. Charles, Illinois Community Unit School District 303. I'm Dr. Jason Pearson and I have the honor of serving as Superintendent of Schools and today I will be your host. Our guest today is a recent transplant to St. Charles from Texas, and she's now a junior at St. Charles North High School. And we are so excited to have her today to kind of talk about, um, you know, one of her projects that she's engaged in here in our community. You know, when she got here, she took no time to get involved in, in the uh, greater community at North and is part of the National Honor Society and Random Acts Matter. Um, I am really excited to welcome Sarah of Sarah T. Designs to our program today. Um, Sarah, welcome. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Sarah Timbrock, and I'm the owner of Sarah T. Designs. I guess to get us started, you know, one of the things that I would like to do is just ask you about your experience here in District 303 in St. Charles North. Since you recently moved uh, from Texas here, um, tell us a little bit about how our district and our school compares to maybe your experience um, in Texas. So moving here in June, I guess as moving junior year, it was really hard at first, just kind of not knowing what to expect. But I remember my first day at St. Charles North, something that I really enjoyed was just the community atmosphere at the school. I feel like it was very easy to get involved in different organizations and just to have people and teachers mentoring you. And there's just so many ways to get involved. And that's just something I really like about the school. And that has helped me get in student council and then become one of the co-presidents of Random Acts Matter. That's something I really like about the school compared to my old school. It's just ways to get involved and just to like become a part of the community was just super easy for me. I want to kind of set up for everyone that's listening, um, kind of how we get to Sarah T. Designs, because I think this is just such a great story. And um, I think it kind of begins where, you know, many students today kind of spend a lot of time on social media platforms, right? So they're on Instagram and TikTok in particular. Um, tell us a little bit about your experience with Instagram and how um, how you responded to that. I remember my parents weren't the biggest fans of me having social media when I was younger through things that happened in like intermediate school and middle school and I ran for a class position one year and I had to get Instagram for like campaigning and I just remember a lot of my friends would tell me that they would have really negative experiences with social media whether that be through like cyberbullying or just like mean comments on their TikToks. And so that's kind of when I wanted to create a page where there was no negativity and people could kind of, when they were scrolling through their Instagram feed, they could kind of stop and see something positive and kind of distract them from all the negatives of social media. Cause I feel like today there's a good side of social media and there's a bad side. And I just kind of want to increase the amount of good that people are seeing on social media. You know, social media is here to stay, and it really is a way that that um, 
people communicate um, and really share ideas and connect. And so finding ways to use it in a positive way is really important. And so it sounds like you um, really did think about that and, and tried to respond to things from your own experience as well as, as maybe what um, other students um, have experienced. I know that you kind of use an iPad and an Apple pen um, to create some of your messages. So um, do you have like an artistic background and, and is that um, what you use to create those messages, uh, um, you know, that you um, were posting? When I was younger, I was never really the kid in art class who like had like the best drawings or like the best painting. And I always would buy like calligraphy pens at Michael's or a craft store. And I would letter quotes on paper first. So then kind of when I, I would post them on Pinterest and like a few people would save them, but I didn't really think anything of it. And then my parents had a family iPad sitting around the house. And I just remember, I'm just going to try to do it on Procreate. And so I ordered a cheap, like, off-brand Apple Pencil online because I didn't think anything of it. And I just started lettering quotes. And I think the first post I ever made was actually not even a quote. It was of a rainbow. I just, like, saw, like, a rainbow on Pinterest. And I was like, oh, this would be cool to do. So I just kind of took that as inspiration and I did it. And then I woke up the next day and, like, 25 people had liked it. And I was like okay, well, maybe I should think of like other ways that I can letter stuff. And I always like doing it on paper. So that's when I kind of started doing it on my iPad. It's my understanding that all of this kind of started when you were in Texas. Was there any like question that whether or not you would continue to create these posts when you moved to Illinois? I guess the only time where it was kind of hard was in the moving transition when my house is still full of boxes and I couldn't really get my stuff out. It was just kind of hard to find time to do it. So I had to put my shop on vacation mode, which is just a way where people can still see my like shop is still available, but they just can't place orders. So I guess there's been a few times where it's been kind of that time adjustment was really hard for me and just like finding the time to do it. But there was never a question that I wouldn't continue to do it. It was just when would I have the time to kind of get settled in and to continue to do it. This all started with posts on Instagram. So when when you first started doing the posts and kind of today, what how how did people respond to your kindness posts? So I would say at first with any small Instagram account, it takes a really long time to kind of get exposure with the algorithm. But I remember kind of I think after 10 posts is when I think I was at like maybe 500 followers. And then I just remember I would have I would be in like artist support groups like on Instagram with other teen kids who lettered quotes to or they did digital art and the response was just overwhelming because I just remember like waking up one day and there would be like 10 comments on a post like I love this like so good and that kind of was overwhelming for me and just like looking up to other accounts because at that time there was accounts who also lettered quotes who were at over 15,000 followers. And I just remember like looking up to them and being like, one day I'm going to do that. I'm going to make an impact just like they make an impact right now. And I guess I never really believed that that would come true. So the response has just been overwhelming. And just like the community that I've been able to kind of surround myself with has been amazing. So when did you realize that you could kind of take the posts and the quotes that you were putting on Instagram and turn it into a business? The mindset that I had was, 
this is still a business. I still need to make it somewhat profitable because I'm investing in it with different products and tools. So my idea was, okay, once I reach a point where I make, I'm like gaining consistent followers, there's a consistent amount of engagement on my post. That's when I can start selling stuff because I need a place to market. And if you only have five followers and your turnaround is not going to be very good. So I think around the 5,000 mark was when I started kind of told my parents, okay, I think I'm going to buy a Cricut, which is a cutting machine to cut out the stickers. So I bought it with some babysitting money. And then I just started like one day, I just like cut out some rainbows that I made. I wasn't even going to sell them. And so I guess kind of when I had the first order was when I realized, okay, maybe I can do this. And I guess you still have to have the business mindset when you're doing this because sometimes it's really easy just to make 50 different sticker designs and post them all, but you have to be really intentional which which ones you do. So that really brings us to this, you know, Sarah T Designs and kind of the business model that you have now. Can you tell us more about kind of how you make those stickers and, and how do you market them? At first, what I would do is I would letter the designs on my iPad or I would draw the designs on my iPad. And then with the Cricut, you have to kind of outline the stickers with a white background and then export them into a Cricut design space, which would then allow you to kind of paste them all on a sheet and you would program the machine to cut them out for you. And then they would come out, you would have to print them by yourself and then they would come out on sticker paper and the machine would do all the cutting for you. So they would be like perfect stickers that you would get. But now I've kind of transitioned from making the stickers by myself into getting a manufacturer to make them just because the quality is like 10 times better. They're going to last longer and they're just better quality for my customers and what they're paying. So where do you get the inspiration for the quotes that you put on your stickers? So as far as like designs go, I like to use Pinterest, just kind of scrolling through Pinterest and kind of seeing what trends are going on in social media at the time. Or I even talk to like some friends or other people. I'm like, what do you feel like, like if you were scrolling through Instagram, what would you need to see right now? Like what would brighten your day? What do you feel like people in the world right now need? So I like to get a lot of like community input or ask my followers what kind of stuff they would like to see as well. Because I feel like that also, if somebody's going through it, then somebody else in the world is also going through it. And just to kind of create like a community involvement with within my page is something I really like. I also kind of when I'm reading books, I'll highlight little quotes here and there. And I'll see like, of course, when I get quotes from a book or Pinterest, I put the name of the book on the bottom of the post that I didn't create the quote, but just like kind of getting community involvement is probably my favorite way to get inspiration. So would you say that there's been a kind of a, a, a most popular quote? Um, what, if so, what is that? And does it have any special meaning to you? So my most popular quote is give yourself the same kindness you endlessly give to others. And I think that one right now is at 24,000 likes. And I just remember, I think I saw another account do a similar quote, but I kind of changed the words a little bit. And that one I really like because it's like in school, we always hear to spread kindness to those around us. But then I feel like oftentimes we forget that we are a person too, and that we need kindness to ourselves, whether that be through like a self-care night or just like positive affirmations to ourselves. And so I feel like that one it just like has special meaning to those around me as well. Just to like give yourself the same kindness 
because in school, like I said, we always learn, be nice to your neighbor or don't be mean, but sometimes we forget about ourselves. So as you kind of continued to grow the business, you started to get noticed by other companies that offered to help you. What are some of the companies that you've partnered with? First company that kind of reached out to me was Go Uppercase, and they sell iPad accessories for your Apple Pencil. And they just offered to send me some free of charge just to post on my Instagram story. That was more of a gifted brand collab because I wasn't obligated to post anything. It was just more of a, when you use them, it's exposure for a brand. We would like that. And then the next company that reached out to me was Sticker Blitz. This one I partnered with, it's a sticker manufacturing company. And they wanted to send me my designs as stickers and then post them on my feed to promote to my followers. Because most of my followers, probably 50% are small business owners. And so that was a way that they could see of a different sticker manufacturer that they could possibly use for their business. And that way I was also able to get some free inventory, which was really nice. And then True Citrus reached out to me a couple weeks ago. And this one was a paid kind of partnership. So I signed a contract stating that I would post their like drink mixes, which is like lemonade drink mixes, which I kind of promoted as a way to like stay hydrated and take care of yourself. After I posted it on my feed, they paid me. Wow. It sounds like you're really kind of getting to a place where not only are you providing a positive voice um, on on Instagram, but also you are beginning to um, move into kind of a social media influencer kind of space, which is just amazing. So that's very cool. You know, in addition to kind of Instagram, I know that Etsy is, is another platform that a lot of times artists will use to sell their products. Have you sold items on on Etsy? Yes, right now I'm selling on Etsy. However, recently they raised their transaction fees up. I think it's 6.5% of every listing I have goes to them. As a teen entrepreneur, like a lot of money for me to give back to Etsy every time I make a sale. So I'm currently in the process of transitioning to a website because that way I can kind of market to my own followers. I can create a better brand identity for myself. Because when people go to Etsy, it's not really tailored to my brand. It's more of just a cover that they see in my listings. So this way, if I have a website, I can kind of customize it. I've even thought of creating a blog on my website, kind of a way for people to read. And I could give advice to other teen entrepreneurs or other people who want to start a business in high school or just in general, I feel like a website would just open a lot more doors for me and it would be slightly cheaper than Etsy. But it's great to start out with because Etsy markets your products for you. So when I didn't have a lot of followers, I would get orders through Etsy. My listings would just show up to people when they searched up stickers. So now that you've decided to launch your own website, what would you say are some of the challenges that you've encountered? Probably the biggest challenge for me right now is just finding the time to do it. With AP classes and being a junior, so much college stuff I'm having to do right now. During the week, finding like even half an hour just to like transfer listings or stuff is probably the hardest part. I guess with building a website, it's always a little difficult to kind of figure out what all the buttons do and like making sure that when you launch it, it works for your customers. 
but right now luckily there was an easy way for me to just by the click of a button transfer all my listings over to the platform i'm using which is called shopify and that way i'm also like i said before i can kind of customize the colors of the fonts on there i can create kind of when people open the website like you see with other big companies there's like a coupon code you sign up for emails and you get like a coupon code sent to you to use on your next purchase I feel like there's like a lot of better ways that I can market on a website as well. Well, it sounds like this is really becoming, you know, quite a business for you. What have you learned about running a business? And and I guess my other question would be like, have you taken any business classes that maybe helped you learn how to do this? Or have you learned all of this on your own? When I first started my business, I'd only taken in high school, a high school credit class at my old school, which was introduction to business and marketing and finance. But then quarantine hit. So that's kind of when I started my business. And at that point, I didn't have any business classes other than that. But then I started taking sophomore year, social media marketing and sports and entertainment marketing. So that class, I guess, kind of taught me a little bit with social media marketing. But at that point, I think I already had like 7,000 followers. And so the teacher even asked me to like teach the class some stuff about my business or tell them about my <clears throat> about my business. I guess like I've also been able to like teach other people because I had some friends who even came up to me and they wanted to start a business. So they would ask me like where I would get my shipping supplies from. And I know a lot of other small businesses don't like to tell people where they get their stuff from or supplies that they use. But for me, I just like keep that open to everybody. Even though it is a business, I like to see other people succeed as well. And the market where I'm in is super oversaturated with stickers. I mean, there's probably thousands of Etsy shops that sell stickers, which is also why I'm kind of in the transition process right now of keeping a few sticker designs, but also switching to apparel and like tote bags, making products more available to because right now I have a limited quantity of everything. So you've been in business for a couple of years now. You mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, how many followers you started with on Instagram. How many followers do you have on Instagram now? So with the algorithm changing constantly, and I guess sometimes I have to take breaks from posting, followers kind of fluctuate up and down. But right now I'm at 12,400 followers. So recently I just hit the 10K mark, which was something that I try not to look at numbers because numbers can like really cause me to get in my head and like only look at the number and kind of lose the like meaning of why I'm doing this. I guess that was like a really big milestone that I was looking forward to was hitting 10,000 followers. It's because I always saw like other really big accounts who now even follow me back on Instagram. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I would never have expected that I would have other accounts following me that I don't know, have over 50,000 followers. And so I've also been able to learn a lot from them and like other accounts on my Instagram too. That's amazing. You know, it's interesting. Our district Instagram account, which, you know, we have a lot of people in our community and our school district, we only have 1500 followers on that account. So to have over 12,000 is really quite something. That's, that's fantastic. So you've talked about your sticker designs. How many sticker designs do you have and and how many have you sold? So right now I have about five designs. One of them sold out. So I have to restock that soon. And I've sold over, I think right now, roughly 155 um, stickers. But that doesn't include people who ordered multiple of a sticker because Etsy doesn't count that. 
So it's probably a little bit over that, but just the way that Etsy counts them can sometimes be a little off, like when it's publicized to people in the community or just online. So I'm hoping right now to kind of get, as summertime rolls in, to kind of get t-shirts out, tote bags and other products. So I feel like that's also a better way to kind of increase my like brand identity and just have more ways that people can like showcase my products in the community because if you see somebody wearing a sweatshirt you like and you ask them where it's from that also kind of increases the amount of like engagement I can get as well. Well Sarah this is very impressive. What do your parents think about you starting a business and have they given you any advice? My dad definitely helps me kind of with the money side of it all. I have like a whole spreadsheet where I keep track of all my expenses, but sometimes I need a little bit of help kind of managing that. I remember, I think it was in like seventh and eighth grade, my neighbor and I went through my neighborhood and we posted flyers for a dog walking business. So I guess at first, and that didn't really go anywhere. I had one client who my friend and I would go walk their dogs, but they were kind of like, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Like you need to keep an open mind. Anything can happen. This could have not gotten anywhere. And so that's kind of why at the beginning, I kind of didn't really invest a lot of money into it. Like I said before, I kind of took the route of I'm not going to buy like a $200 Apple Pencil at the time. I just kind of use my home iPad. I use my off-brand Apple Pencil. And I guess, and then once they saw that I was gaining followers and I kind of had a higher engagement, that's when they kind of started putting in a little bit more input. But I would say that they they definitely told me school comes first before my business. But they always tell me that they're really proud of me. And they like seeing like when I post a new design and stuff. Well, that's fantastic. And clearly, the things that you're doing are things that we hopefully teach students to be able to do um, in a school environment. You mentioned some of the business classes that you've taken. And, and I know that you also mentioned that you're a junior. So I'm wondering if you've started to think about what you're going to do after high school. Has this experience shaped your future plans at all? Yes. So freshman year, I 100% wanted to do nursing. And then that was kind of when quarantine hit. And that's when I started Sarah T Designs. And then that completely shifted what I wanted to do into business. So now I 100% want to major in something business related and go to a school that has a really good business program. I'm not 100% sure what I want to do within business because there's just so many things that you can do within business. But I feel like definitely it's just shaped the kind of the way I want to go throughout and even my life. Just I always give 110% to everything I do. And I just want to make an impact through anything I do like I do right now within the community. So that's just something that's really important to me. And I feel like this has definitely shaped my morals and my values kind of as I go through the college admissions process and just like within life. So I keep an open mind and just like I, my favorite quote, like just like spread kindness and like give people kindness that you give to yourself. So. So the other thing I'm wondering is, you know, I know there are probably other students that are out there that are, you know, have an entrepreneurial spirit and want to start a business. Are there things that you would say um, or advice that you would give to a student that was hoping to start a business? So probably my biggest piece of advice is to start it for the right reasons. I feel like right now with social media, you see a lot of influencers who have a lot of followers or who are getting piles of PR every week and I guess that's like 
really easy to want because I mean even I would like getting free stuff out my door every single day but I feel like just do it for the right reasons because people can definitely see through you when you want to start a business and just to have an open mind and one thing that really helps me I would say is to set goals and milestones for myself so whether that be through a certain amount of orders or followers or engagement just to kind of keep like a growth mindset to always keep on growing that there's not like an end milestone that I want just like little ones along the way but I definitely feel like anybody can do it with the right mindset and you don't have to have the fanciest equipment to start out with you don't have to invest thousands of dollars at the beginning just start small and then surround yourself with people who support you and who aren't going to bring you down because I feel like when you're surrounded with people I remember telling my friends I wanted to start my business and they immediately went and followed my account. They were probably my first 10 followers. And when you surround yourself with people who are going to lift you up rather than bring you down, I feel like that's also a really key attribute when you want to start a business. Well, Sarah, I just so appreciate you taking time on your day off of school um, to actually talk with us about uh, Sarah T Designs. What a really cool idea and cool concept. And I think it just really represents kind of um, students taking initiative. And, and I really appreciate you um, being willing to share your story. Um, hopefully we can maybe link um, uh, in our show notes um, some information about your um, your, your Instagram account and Sarah T design. So uh, thank you so much for uh, being with us today. Is there anything you'd like to say in closing? Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciated it. Wonderful. Well, have a great rest of your day. Thanks so much. Thank you.